0: Thank you, Chris. Sounds sounds like you practiced that for a year. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I know that I told you uh, Wednesday night uh, that we were going to be dealing with and talking about seeking and about seeking God and what He has for us. Preparing us for revival. Uh, before you turn to the passage of scripture that is there, there's going to be many passages of scripture that we'll talk about today. But uh, there's a couple of them that I wanted to to go to before we got into uh, you know the message notes and all of the other things that we have. But in Psalms chapter 121. Uh, Looking at verses 3 and 4, you know, David tells us this. It says, He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleep. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 6. It says, God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. So I want to go to those particular passages of Scripture because before we get into this thought process of, of seeking God, I want you to understand that God is always at work. He never sleeps and He never slumbers. In Corinthians, it says that God is the one that is doing the work in all of us. So, whenever we put up this and we say, uh, you know, that we're going to seek God, uh, we don't really have to seek very far or very hard because God is at work, period. God's working the thing about it is, is are we actually seeking God and where He is at work? And once we see where He is at work, are we willing to step in and help Him in that work? So I came across this prayer from St. Augustine. So let me read this to you. It says, Great are you, O Lord, and exceedingly worthy of praise your power is immense and your wisdom is beyond reckon, revoking and so we humans who are a due part of your creation long to praise you we carry who we who carry our mortality about us Carry the evidence of our sin, and with it the proof that you thwart the proud. Yet, these humans, do part of your creation as they are, still long to praise you. You arose us so that praising you may bring us joy. Because you have made us and drawn us to yourself. And our heart is unquiet until it rests in you. Grant me to understand, Lord, which comes first. To call upon you or to praise you. To know you or to call upon you. Must we know you before we call upon you? Anyone who invokes what is still unknown may be making a mistake. Or should you be of, invoked on first, so that we may then come to know you? But, now, but how can people call upon someone whom they do not yet believe? And how can they believe without a preacher? But the scripture tells us that those who seek the Lord will praise him. Let us praise you then, Lord, even while I am calling upon you. And call upon you even as I believe in you. For to you, for to us, you have indeed preached my faith comes upon or comes my faith calls upon you lord this faith which is your gift to me which you have breathed into me through the humanity of your son and the ministry of your preachers hmm. do i call upon you Or do I praise you? Or do I praise you? And then I call upon you. Wow. I want to bring to part a small section of, or bring to your attention, a small section of this prayer. In here, St. Augustine tells us, he says, the scripture tells us That those who seek the Lord will praise Him. For as they seek, they find Him. And on finding Him, they will praise Him. Let me seek you then, Lord, even while I am calling upon you, even as I believe in you. Wow. Even as I believe in you seek. God's at work. He is calling us to seek Him. So I figured I could be your English teacher for you today and give you the definition of seek. So when we seek God or whenever we seek, it is to search for someone or something. To try to find that someone or that something. Seek is a verb, an action action word. So seek is not something that we just simply say that we're going to do. But seek is something that we have to put action to. That if I say that I am going to seek the Lord then that is something that I have to do to be able to seek Him. Whenever I seek the Lord, what do I do? You know, Augustine says that whenever I seek Him, I praise Him. Whenever I seek Him, I will find Him. Malachi chapter 3, verses 16 through 18 gives us this. Then those who fear the Lord... "'Spoke with each other, and the Lord listened to what they said. "'In his presence a scroll of remembrance was written "'to record the names of those who feared him "'and always thought, of, thought about the honor of his name. "'They will be my people,' says the Lord of heaven's army." on the day when i act in judgment they will be my own special treasure i will spare them as a father spares an obedient child then i will again see then you will again see the difference between righteous and the wicked between those who are or between those who serve god and those who do not God is telling us that we need to seek Him, but this passage of Scripture tells us that God is seeking righteous people. So in this passage of Scripture, this is the last book before the, Old, before the New Testament. So this is the last book or the last words of God that is written for 400 years. And we find in here that there's a group of people that are sitting around and they're talking to, to get to one another and they are talking about people that have meant things in their lives. So in other words, they are talking about people that have witnessed about God to them in their lives. This is kind of the uh, you know, precursor to uh, you know, Hebrews whenever we have the great cloud of witnesses. These people are talking about people that have changed their lives. They're talking about righteous people. They wrote their names down in the scroll. I would picture it this way. Reverend Lloyd Brock, minister, lover of God. I would see this as Josh Fight, a preacher of God's Word, a leader to his people. Reverend Ron Fight, a leader to God's people, someone that shows love, someone that lives scripture out in their lives. I would say Roger Sadler, a godly father that taught me how to love with all my heart. That's what's going on. But the scripture then says that God is seeking for those people god's looking down he is looking for people that would be written in that scroll he is looking for people that would be a part of the great cloud of witnesses and then it says that whenever i find them they will be my special gift And because they're my special gift, I will spare them just as a father spares an obedient child. Now, what is an obedient child spared from? The punishment. God is seeking righteous people. So what is righteous? Righteousness, it's, One acting in accordance with divine or moral law. One that is free from guilt and sin. Like, well, wait a minute, Pastor. None of us are free from guilt and sin. We all should be free from guilt and sin because Jesus Christ is living in our lives. If we are doing what He has asked us to do, God is seeking and asking us. He needs for us to be righteous people. He wants us to live a life that these people are talking about. That whenever we're dead and gone that a group of people would be sitting around and would say, "Wow. You remember Terry Ramsey?" wow, you remember Jill Riley and how she praised God and how she listened obediently and she walked the aisles and she praised her God. Those are the people that God's looking for. He's seeking us out. 1 Peter chapter 2. It's uh, chapter 2 verse 9 it says but you are not like that not like the people prior to in the scripture you're not like those people for you are a chosen people you are royal priest and you are a nation or holy nation God's very own possession As a result, you can show others the goodness for God. For He called you out of darkness into His wondrous or wonderful light. He called us out of that so that we can be a witness for Him. So that other people can see Him in our lives. So that we can talk about all the things that He has saved us from. All the glory and all the mercy that He has shown upon us. In my notes, I put down for you. That God is looking for righteous people, not pompous people. He is looking for people to love one another, not to act like we're better than anyone else. He's looking for righteous. Righteous doesn't mean that we're better. Just means that we have a moral law within us that is given to us by God Almighty because of His Son and His Spirit living within us. Righteous, not pompous. In Luke chapter 10, or I'm sorry, Luke chapter 19, verse 10. We find these words For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. We have this great word, seek, once again. God is seeking righteous people. Jesus came to this earth to seek the lost. And if we are doing what God truly has for us to do, then we seek the lost. We can understand through these passages of Scripture that God is looking for this unique type of people. He's looking for a group of people that love him with all their heart, all their mind, all their soul, and all their strength. And by doing that, or in doing that, they are willing to share that with others. They are willing to be God's hands and his feet. Jesus came to this earth to seek the lost and to provide salvation to each and every one of us because we are the lost. Isaiah 55, 6. Seek the Lord while you can find Him. Call on Him now while He is near. See, we're to seek God. We are to seek Him to gain knowledge. So that we can understand what He has for us to do. We need to seek God so that we can see what He is doing. And if we look through these passages of Scripture and we look through all of the things and all that Scripture has to tell us, what is God doing? We know that He is always at work he never slumbers he never sleeps we know that he is that he is Jesus Christ that they are one but yet they are separate and Jesus came to this earth to seek the lost so we know that he is seeking the lost we know that his spirit goes throughout this world and is drawing the lost people unto him We know that. Scripture tells us that. We should not hesitate on being able to answer that. But He wants us to seek Him so that we can have knowledge of Him and where He is working. And also have an understanding of Him. And also we seek Him so that we can have strength. So that we can have power. So that we can have faith so that our faith can grow and we can trust in Him more and more and more each and every day. We seek God because He has a specific task for us. We've just been through uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is. And wherever the Spirit is, we know that the Spirit has given each and every one of us a gift we must seek out what that gift is. And once we find that gift, we must put that gift to work because that gift is supposed to be used to win the loss to Jesus Christ. If we do not seek, we will not find it. Proverbs chapter 5, or yeah, chapter 105, verse 4. I'm I'm thinking. Is there not anybody going to challenge that? Huh? Yeah, there's no chapter 105 <laughs> in, in Proverbs. I, I, the scripture tells us whichever one it is. Sorry for the typo. Search for the Lord and for his strength. Constantly seek him. Search for the Lord. Constantly seeking. First Chronicles 28, 9. And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek Him, you will find Him. But if you forsake Him, He will reject you forever. I'm not a scholar, but this tells me that if I don't seek God then He's going to reject me. And if I'm rejected by God then I'm lost in sin. And I die I go to hell. Because I did not seek God if we seek him we will find him but we have to seek him to be able to find him we have to seek god's will we seek god's peace we seek the lost for god we seek god's love we seek God's will for each and every one of us individually. So how do we seek God? How do we seek him? We read his scripture. But wait a minute. Chronicles told Solomon to do what? To learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. So yes, we learn about God and we seek God's will and we seek God by reading His Word. But then His Word has to come alive and has to come into our hearts So that we can have an intimate relationship with Him. Now, there again, how do we seek God? How did you seek your wife? Or your husband? Did you just simply stumble into marriage? And you woke up one morning and it was like, oh, wow, hey. <laughs> what did we do? Searched them, out. Searched them out. So where do we search out God? God. Where do we search out God? Scripture? Prayer? Church? Small groups? Friends? Music? Songs? Because the thing about it is is that it has to be an intimate relationship. If it's only word, it's not intimate. I could have went on Facebook and searched out Peggy Sadler. No, wait a minute. Searched out Peggy Palmer. And I could have fell in love with Peggy Palmer on Facebook. But I couldn't have married her on Facebook. Because it's not an intimate relationship. There has to be a point in time that we literally walk in and we sit down and we talk with God. We love God not because, well, why do we love God? I'm not going to answer that question for you. Why do you love God? Because He died for you? Okay, Uh, You know, we love God because He died for us, and since He died for us, we don't have to go to hell, right? He saved me from hell. He created you. That's why we love Him. He created this earth for us. That's why we love Him. Why does He love us? Because He created us. Not because I'm standing here in this church preaching to 150 people. There's not that many people here right now. But just for those people that's uh, listening to us online, there's 150 people here. Come join us. God loves us just simply because He made us. We must seek God. If we do not seek God, he will reject us. If we seek God, we will find him. We need to seek an intimate relationship with God. And in seeking an intimate relationship with God, we will find one and whenever we find that relationship that intimate relationship with god we find peace we find love we find salvation we find that i don't have to go to church but i get to go to church we find that it's not an obligation but it's an opportunity I don't have to witness to someone. I get to witness to someone. I don't have to read my Bible. I get to read my Bible. So I get to know and understand who he is and what he has for me. Because there is something that he has for you. And that is to seek the lost. So that they can find him. but it's I get to, not that I have to. I get to come to church. I get to praise God. I get to worship Him. I get to stand in this congregation, and I get to see all these beautiful smiling faces every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, because I love God Almighty, and because you do too. We're together with like-minded people. I get to do it. I've missed these things here. Wait Let me go back a little bit. Where do we seek God? When do we seek God? Why do we seek We've answered all of those questions, but we must seek God. We do not get it by osmosis. Y'all all know what that is, right? Good. We must seek God. You remember Psalms says that Psalms 121. Says that he doesn't slumber or sleep. First Corinthians twelve six says that God's at work and he's at work in all of us. Can I tell you this as Robbie comes forward to, to play? We've put a lot of emphasis on revival and homecoming. But if we do not seek God prior to, we will not find him on those days. God says that we need to seek him. This morning, we think about this, and uh, you know, our 24 hours of prayer uh, that we have prior to this is supposed to be that we're going to pray for the lost loved ones that they would be saved during revival. We need to make sure that we're seeking God and that we are preparing our hearts for what He has. And for what he is doing he's at work he's at work right now preparing the hearts of the people that he will have here for homecoming and revival are you willing to step out and say that I'm willing to seek you to seek this intimate relationship with you that whenever it comes whenever I see it whenever I see exactly what you have for me I will do it No excuses said, I will, I will, I will, I will do whatever you ask me to do. But it comes right back around. If we're not seeking what he wants us to do, we will never find it. We've got to seek it. We've got to ask God, what do you have for me to do? If you're willing to seek God, to know exactly what he has, the altar is open for you. I, uh, <clears throat> I appreciate each one that's came to the altar, but I want to warn you. Now that you have made your way to the altar, you remember whenever I turned into an English teacher, you were all here saying that you were going to seek God's will. That's an action word. Each one of you have now said that you are willing to do whatever it takes to find God and to find what he has for you. That means that there's something that you've got to do. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, dear Lord, for today. God, I thank you for this message, dear Lord, and the words that you have given to us today. God, I pray, dear Lord, that each one that is here, God, regardless if they came down to the front or not, God, I pray that they will earnestly seek you. Because if we don't seek you, we can't find you. If we don't find you, Than you reject us, God. I prayed, Your Lord, that we would find Your peace, that we'll find Your love, God, that we'll find Your strength, God, that we would find exactly what You have for us to do. But God, I prayed, Your Lord, that in this, that we will find Your joy that will find your strength to accomplish that which we have found. And God, that you would light a fire of passion within our hearts because we now have an intimate relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll stand for dismissal remember the announcements, Uh, you know, ladies, uh, you have the uh, meal at Mary's, Uh, you know, uh, it starts at 630, but I know that you can get there early if you would like to, you know, you can get there about six o'clock, you know, so, uh, you know, just be mindful of that, all right, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you again for today and for this beautiful service that you have given to us. God, I pray that your face would shine upon us, And God, that your blessings will be poured out on each one that is here. In Jesus' name, amen.